This call is being recorded. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Susie. Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Pretty Patrice. Good morning, Susie. Good morning, Pretty Patrice. Good to hear your voice. I know. Good to hear your sound as well. How are you feeling? How you doing? I'm, I'm good. I'm doing better, you know. Good. Rick has his surgery. We don't know exactly when. Hopefully we won't have to have it. So. <laughs> okay. Praise God. Amen. We're hoping. We're praying. Okay. Thanks. I'll keep them in prayer. Thank you. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who just joined the call? Eva. Good morning, Yvonne. I. Fine, thank you. Can you? you pray for my leg? Pray for your leg? Sure. You're welcome. Has anyone else joined the call would like to say good morning? Has anyone else joined the call would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning. This is Shantae. Good morning, Shantae. Good morning. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Yo, yo, yo. Good morning. Good morning, Brother Eric. Listen, I got a prayer request. Okay. Um, for my wife Juliet, um, her knee is really hurting. She had to call off today. Um, so could you pray for healing? It's her knee. Uh, it's Juliet's knee. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's Juliet's knee. I sure will. I know that feeling. I've got one bad too. So we sure will. Okay. Thank you so much. You're, you're so welcome. Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning?
anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning, Victory family. I love you guys. Have a blessed day, Pam. Good morning, Pam. Love you right back. Good morning, JC. Good morning, JC. Good morning, Miss Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Thursday, Susie. Happy Thursday to you, too. Good morning, it's Kenya. Good morning, Kenya. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Same to you. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Happy Thursday, it's Nikisha. Good morning, Nikisha. Happy Thursday to you as well. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Okay, well, it is time to move forward on to the next segment of the call. But before we do, we please ask that you mute your line so that, excuse me, please mute your lines. Okay, hello, my name is Susie, and I am your hostess. And thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed, too. Be sure to stay with us for the rest of the month of for the monthly theme entitled The Faith Factor. You don't want to miss the messages, lessons, and heart shares that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declarers. We do have two announcements today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out, 
Women's Call, hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spiritually. It's impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature by Peter Sazero. The call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Time right here by dialing the same number tonight. You will be blessed. Second, if you have been blessed by the call and would like to sew into it, please visit www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me forward slash. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There were no prayer requests submitted via the app, but we do have two spoken prayer requests. The first one is from Yvonne. She is asking that we please continue to to pray for her leg. And also, Eric, Brother Eric is asking that we pray for his wife, Juliet, as she is having problems with her knee. The order of the call is the declaration will be by Angela, and praying and corporate praise will be done by Barbara. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer, Angela. And I'll repeat that. The declaration will be by Angela. Praying and corporate praise will be done by Barbara. Again, we'll go right into the closing comments hosted by the declarer, Angela. The scripture for today is Mark ten fifty two. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, again, we do ask that you place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the declarer, Angela. God bless you all. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. Thank you so, so very much, Susie. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, declarers. Happy Thursday morning. This is Angela, and um, I am uh, thankful unto God to be able to come before his people again on this morning. So I pray that you uh, you woke, had a little time to spend with him, maybe sang him a song and Gave him some thanks and just thought about what you're thankful and grateful for uh, on this morning. So we are going to go into this faith factor, which um, is this has been a phenomenal month. And I pray that something out of the many days that has passed with um, the declarers declaring to you um, various facets of faith, um, ways how, why, that you've caught on to something that has helped you so far, something that's going to enhance you, something that you're going to make a decision to do. You're going to make a decision to receive. You're going to make a decision to believe. So 
Let's let's get going. Father, we praise you. We thank you. We worship you on this morning. Hallelujah. You are glorious. You are good all the time. You are good, Father. You are good. And we give you praise, honor, and glory. Thank you, Lord, for yet another morning. Thank you, God, that we have the activity of our mind on this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We praise your name. Oh, God, Father, bless these, your people. Bless your people to hear and to receive, God, and let your word fall on good ground. Give me, oh God, to say only what you have to say and nothing more and nothing less. Father, we give you all the honor, praise, and glory. In Jesus' most holy and precious name, I pray, amen. So um, the last time I spoke, we talked about um, faith and we came from a way of how we need to, uh, how our mind needs to be set. So we call it mindset. And I'm sure we hear a lot about that. And to some degree, we've accepted some things about the term. To some degree, we haven't. Um, and to some degree, some, some people may have not heard about it. But it does take a place in our mind. It does take a mental um, space and action, thoughts, uh, to be able to, I would say, um, activate the faith that lies down in us. Because remember, God has given us all a measure of faith. He's given us all a measure of faith. And oftentimes, there are subconsciously, we um, have things that come up in our mind when we get these thoughts. Um, they begin to, they have, let's just say they have built something in our subconscious mind that is a negative, that's not positive, but we bought into it. An event or situation happened and we placed meaning on it. So when that event or situation happens again, we in our subconscious mind Go get that meaning we had on that situation, and we place it on this new situation. Um, but we want to start dismantling the negative uh, construct, I would say, that was subconsciously um, or even consciously built and start to make something more empowering to conceive our life situations in a different way, I would say that. So when we get ready to make a decision if we are going to operate in the free will that God gave us, um, we are making it based on God's word, not based on um, circumstances or evidence of other people's lives. Okay, because what we want to do when we have a thought that comes up that is negative, and the word of God says to cast down. These thoughts, it says to take your thoughts captive. It says when the enemy brings you something, he gives us instructions on how to handle it. So we need to get behind that belief that is in error and we need to uproot it. So God gave us the ability to make decisions through a free will. And we're getting in all this ties into faith. So just just hold on, just just sink down a little bit, get your imprint and where you're sitting. It, it's gonna all come together. It's good. Okay, so make so decision making is powerful. It's powerful. 
Decision making is powerful. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit made a decision to do what? What does it say in Genesis? In Genesis 1, when God spoke it, he made a decision. He made a decision to create. He made a decision to separate the dry from the wet. The, the, he receded the water. The dry land came forth. He made a decision to create the heavens, to set the stars in place. So decisions are powerful. It has set the course of society. Decisions have set the course of society, kingdoms, wars, and even ceasefires. You have to make a decision to go to war. You have to make a decision to ceasefire. You have to make a decision to put someone on a throne, to dethrone. God knows firsthand how powerful decision-making is and how tied and how related it is to having faith. So listen, in Matthew 21, 21 and 22, I know that's a mouthful. It's Matthew chapter 21, verse 21 and verse 22. Listen to this. And I'm, you've heard this all the time. Listen to this. This was so good. We got, oh, God. Listen to this. It says, truly, truly, I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what has been done to the fig tree, but also you can say to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and it will be done. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. So there's faith, there's believing, there's instruction. So if you believe, that's if you believe, what's it gonna take to believe? You have to make a decision. So what is the opposite of doubt? The scripture said, and not doubt. And we all know this, most of us have heard this scripture and there is more adding to this scripture in the beginning. You can go and read that. So what is the opposite of doubt? It is to believe. God's, God's not playing chase to tail with us. He wants us to have life and life more abundantly. He wants us to eat the fine cuts and make disciples out of nations. His secrets are hidden in him, and he is waiting and willing to reveal them to us. He's in us. So when you have faith and believe, it becomes the ultimate perception of your reality. I'm going to say that one more time. So when you have faith and believe, it becomes the ultimate perception of your reality. Think about the definition of faith. When you have faith and you believe, again, it is your reality because it already exists. 
It's important to believe because beliefs are decisions. Beliefs are decisions. Your decisions about your life dictate your destiny. So what is this decision about your life? Will you or will you not obey the commandments of the Lord? Are you going to be willing and obedient? Your decisions about your life dictate your destiny. Am I going to search for, seek after him? Speak his word over my life, over my family's life. Am I going to follow the instructions that he gave? That is a decision. Your decisions about your life dictate your destiny. So beliefs work for you or against you. So listen, if you take on a belief, your mind is going to process it. Let me back that up. Not your mind, but your brain. You have to understand the two, the mind is the heart. Let's talk about the brain. If, if there's information coming towards you, you hear information, either subconsciously or externally. Your mind is going to take that information. So belief works for you or against you. You could either believe the good and let it work for you, or you could believe something that is bad, something that is wrong, something that is in error, something that the Lord has not said about you. It's your choice. You are making the decision. I'm going to believe this false thing that the enemy is bringing my way, or am I going to believe the word of God that says I, that I am blessed, that I am redeemed, that I am whole? that God is good, period, that I am chosen, that I was formed before the foundation of the world, which am I going to believe? I have to make a choice to do that. So I think it would behoove us to obey the scripture. I really think so. Because what we believe and meditate on will manifest. Because what we believe and meditate, meditate on will manifest. I heard this quote, and it makes me say, wow. And it made me say, uh, yeah, that makes so much sense. I forget who it was. It was somebody long ago. I don't know if it was with, uh, Wigglesworth or someone back in, I think it was the 40s or so. They said, uh, worrying is praying for something you don't want. Right. I don't even need to hear your response to know. Worrying is praying for something you don't want. It's the total opposite of faith. But guess what? In that worrying, you're meditating, constantly pondering on it, thinking of ways to um, do things about it, thinking about it, you're passionate about it, the burning desire about it, you're, you're actually, you're applying to a really good skill set in the wrong area. Can someone uh, please mute your phone? 
Philippians thank you. Four, I'm sorry. Can you mute your phone? Someone just said thank you. Please mute your phone. Philippians 4 and 8. Listen to this. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Wow. Okay. Going back to this scripture, think on these things. Why? Because when we think on these things and when we think on things and when we meditate on things, we buy into this. We act on this. We take that information and we produce life from what we are thinking on. We produce life. Our mind takes things and places them in areas that we need to function in life with. So God is saying that's going to happen for good stuff and it's going to happen for bad stuff. So check this out. I'm going to let you know right now, I need you to think on these things that are pure, lovely, things that are of good rapport, things that are virtue, because when we have a belief, it's belief, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. Again, it's belief, thoughts feelings, actions, create the result. So you use your faith every single day. It's not some foreign object that is far from you because it's right within you. So make a decision right now that nothing is impossible to those who believe. When we believe something, we subconsciously make a choice to believe. We decide to what? I'm seeking God for this thing, situation. I'm seeking God for clarity. I'm believing God for this, for that. And when we apply faith, we put action to the given decision because they are congruent with our beliefs. And the believer of Jesus Christ intertwines the both. We have faith and we believe. So don't get bothered. And I talked about this last week. Don't get tricked or fooled. These things could be in our subconscious mind and we have to be honest and we have to be able to to really, God said to renew our minds daily. To, uh, to we, He said for us to purify, which means cleanse. <laughs> and not think, you know what, I'm good to go. There's nothing in my subconscious that could ever come up. You know, I'm full of faith. I'm walking in this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I forgive all the time, every single time. I'm this, I'm that. Listen, listen, God tells us to renew our mind daily. He told us to mortify our flesh. Purification comes, and it comes for a good thing to cleanse us. 
So don't get bothered, tricked, or fooled by other people, even people of influence whose life doesn't reflect this. And they try to rationalize what God will and won't do based on their experience in the areas of faith. When they do this, because God didn't do it for me, or they've only gone so far or thought so far, or they're stuck in religious ways, they only know A, B, C, when God is A to Z, and this is all they've been taught, and this is all that they've made a decision that this is all I'm going to know. This is as far as I'm going to know. This is as far as I'm going to learn. They try and rationalize what God will and won't do based on their experience in that situation. So when they do this, they reduce the power of God just to their given situation, as if their situation, their circumstance, because of who they are, is all in all. No, I totally disagree. Your inner and outer critic will say, to you, okay, God won't do this because God didn't do it for me or God didn't do it for that person. Your inner critic is going to say, well, how are you asking God for that or how are you seeking God for that? Where did that will come from? When you get a will and you get a passion for something, something's constantly on your mind, that's something that's coming from God that's good, something good, not something bad. So the outer critic would say, yeah, bro. That's never happened for me. I don't know. I've been walking with God. I'm a teacher. I'm a preacher. I'm this, that, and the other. This has never happened for me. I don't know, dude. You could you could go for it. Vice versa would hey, girl, I have no idea. That may not work, but fool you way up in the clouds. You believe in way too much. So you're and, and then on the inside, if something has happened long before you heard those words from the outer critic, your inner critic starts talking. That may not happen. Don't ask for that. Look who you are. Look what you used to do. Look where you are right now. You know, they said, you know, you got to have clean hands. You got to come to God a certain way. You know, you, you've got to be saved to get something from God. You know, you've got to be this, that, and the other. Hmm. So listen, that would cause you not to utilize your measure of faith. Again, we've all been given a measure of faith. We have all. It says all have been given a measure of faith. So you fill in the blank where you have not been using your measure of faith because of limiting beliefs that you have, that you hear, and that you've made a choice to take on. So check this out. Let's take a look at some folk who have some serious limiting beliefs. But, and I say but, Jesus still responded to them. This is so good. Oh, my God. So Jesus still responded. Did we catch this when we're reading? Did we still, did we catch this? That Jesus still responded to them. Look at the passion of Christ at his goodness, always willing and ready to redeem. He did not turn them away. Again, I say, when we, I'm going to read a couple of scriptures, there's many more, but he did not turn them away. Everybody that came in contact with Jesus was healed, delivered, set free. We, we, us, 
too often judge people from the pulpit to the back door, from the corporate room to the classroom. We too often judge people by the level of faith we think that they have or don't have. But Jesus did not. He did not. Matthew 8, we know the story about the centurion who came to Jesus, asking him to heal his servant. Jesus said, I will come and heal him. Look at that. Okay, so the centurion, you know, he wasn't saved. He probably even killed some folks. He orders people around. He said, I tell people to come, tell people to go, go this, that, and the other. I give orders. I'm not even worthy. He came to Jesus to heal his servant, not his child. And Jesus said, I'll come and heal him. How many people or our children or young adults or just people we know, our siblings, adults, kids come to us for stuff and we give all these conditions? No, no, because of this, that, and the other, how you live. And where was you last night? You coming up here in this church. You've been in the club last night. You've been this. You've been doing that. You're doing this. You can't sit here. What you doing sitting on the front row? You can't sit on the, the second row, the back row. All these, all this stuff. If someone could please mute your phone. I hear some moving around. Jesus said, I will come and heal him. The centurion said, no, <laughs> I'm not worthy of you coming to my home because of what I do, because of what I did. But I know, Jesus, I've been watching you from afar. I know if you just say the word, he will be healed. The centurion was not a Christ follower. Jesus said, I ain't seen such great faith. He healed his servant. Mark 9 and 22, the father said to Jesus about his son that was possessed by a demon. He said, and oftentimes it has cast him into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if thou can do, if you can do anything. Now this, he talked to Jesus. He'd been watching him, seeing what he's doing. And he still, he said, if thou can do, if thou, it says can't, if thou canst do anything, if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Now he's talking to compassion, not Jesus. He's talking to the embodiment of compassion. There's so many fouls. You would say foul, foul, technical, (laughs) ejection. There's so many fouls in this dude's sentence. Like, like total disrespect of who Jesus is. Like your mind is so confused. You believe, but you don't believe. You see, but you don't see. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said to him, if, like do, but I'm, I'm going to let you get out of path. If thou canst believe. All things are possible to him that believeth. All things are possible to him that believeth. If thou canst believe. He was an unbeliever. He was full of doubt. If you can believe. All things are possible to him that believes. Some of us may have said in our mind, in our heart sometimes, or even in conversations, that person, or we may have neighbors. 
rolling. You that person, they don't serve not an ounce of God. Millionaire, multimillionaire, serving the masses, givers, philanthropists, folks serving Buddha, serving idols. Check this out. A lot of people who we may think or we may judge that they are not walking as a believer of Jesus Christ or that they may have even said, I do not follow Jesus. But God's law, his principles, they're active in the earth. And when you obey them, you get the results of them. This says, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believes, period. And straightway, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Look at that. He made a decision. You know what? Right now, I believe. If I got any unbelief, because I'm sure I do, I need you to fix that for me. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, thou dumb and deaf Spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter in no enter no more into him. And the spirit cried and rent him sore and came out of him. And he was one dead, he was as one dead, insomuch that many said, Oh, he dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. Now look at the spirit that was in this child. Thou dumb and deaf. Spirit. That's a whole nother declaration. But I do want you to take note that this was a spirit that was in that child. That was that man's child. I'm going to leave y'all to study that. When you study that, it's going to be real good. You're going to be like, oh, why would Jesus do this? He will always, Jesus will always respond to the smallest. Listen to this. Listen to this. Jesus will always respond to the smallest measure of faith that you have. Ah, ding, ding, ding. Mustard seed. That mustard seed faith. We all know the scripture, but have we really heard it? We've read it. Have we really heard it? He will always respond to the smallest measure of faith that you have. Don't discount anything with Jesus. You could discount things with man, but you can, do not discount anything with Jesus. Don't come to him prepared for a no. Don't come to God prepared for failure. When he died on the cross, he, he didn't keep a, he didn't say, you know what? Check this out. I, I need my, I need, is there, what's the return on this receipt? What's the fine print? Can I return it if I change my mind? No, he did not. We all know the scripture, again, but have we really heard it? Go back to that scripture. The smallest measure of faith, God will always respond to it. A mustard seed is small. Jesus will respond to what you have, not what you don't have. He wants to provide the answer, the miracle, the revelation, so that this experience will build your faith. He has a plan. He knows what he's doing. So don't allow the enemy 
to cause you to choose to make a negative decision by being in doubt and not being honest and going to God. I have but a little measure of faith. I believe in you. Take what I have, Lord, and multiply it. He's given you a talent. If you're the one with that one talent, he's given you a measure of faith to take it and duplicate it. Go back to that mustard seed scripture and really ask the Lord to give you revelation. A mustard seed is small. Jesus will respond to what you have, not what you don't have. It will cause you to exercise and build what is in you. When you go to God and you may be like, oh, I just have this little bit. Or have you ever experienced something where you thought you didn't have any faith? And and that that thing manifested, it didn't just happen by happenstance. It's because that small measure of faith that's deep down in you. And externally, we're looking for this great big grand door. Oh, my God, here comes the choir singing, the angelic choir that we have to come to God with all of this. When he said, no, I said mustard seed faith. So he wants to provide the answer. He wants to provide the miracle because that will build your faith. That will water what's in you and make it grow. It will exercise it. It will build what's in you and you'll start practicing. <laughs> Have you ever did that? Sometimes I do that. I'll be like, okay, I'm about to believe God for this. I'm about to apply my faith here. I want to exercise my faith. I want to know what's in me. I want to know what's not working. I want to know what that unhealthy um, uh, talk is on the inside of me that is not going to serve me. What do I need to dismantle? Where do I need to commit? So check this out. We are wired for this. We speak of the Holy, you know, our body is the temple. Holy Spirit dwells in us. God dwells in us. We are one with him. We carry his spirit, right? We're wired for this. He is in us. It's in our DNA. So don't you realize that uh, in all of this, it's really like an open book test? You ever took a, a... an open book test. It's like it's like this, you know, it's an open book test. He's in us. He's got us. He like, hey, I'm in you. I got the answer. Check this out. I, I'm more powerful. Use me in these powerful areas. It's, it's an open book test. He's in us. And then we have the word of God in front of us. Most often the area of faith becomes sticky because we want to know the how. We won't admit it, but we want to know the how and the when. So when we subconsciously operate in this area, because most of us are, you know, we're just super duper duper deep and we have no doubt, no sin, and we want to appear this way on the surface, that we do everything right, we talk right, we speak right, everything that comes out of our mouth is just grandeur, it's glorious, our quotes are fabulous. Everything is just good and miraculous. But on the inside, we have this conflict, this confusion, these things that come up. 
They're not congruent with the power source that is within us. We don't take the time to cast down those thoughts, which, run over here to this side, is our emotional mastery. It's our mindset. It's what we are allowing, what we hear, what the, the subconscious tape that's playing. However, what is embedded in that subconscious mind came from experience, situations, teachings, layers of limiting beliefs that pull us into resourceless, resourceless states of mind that are subtle and tricky, which is the enemy. This is what we need to actively deconstruct so that we can go to him as a little child. We have to go to him as a little child in that place, believing, imagining, seeing, see yourself being embraced by God. See yourself in what God has asked you to do or even with a desire that's on your heart. Speak only life about it. Speak what God has said about you in your life. He's in us. Y'all, this is the open book test. Jesus made a decision to endure the cross. He's not taking it back. He's not going to say, mm, they ain't getting it. Can I get a refund? It's not happening. He said, mustard seed fakes. Jesus' decision was because he is faithful and he is compassion. He is compassion and he is love. So when we make a decision, we are going to line up. Areas of faith and belief, we have to decide what our life is going to be in Christ Jesus. Decisions are our free will. Again, decision-making is powerful. So I love you all. I pray that something was said today that just made you see scripture in another way, made you see the compassion of Jesus Christ in another way. He's after that mustard seed faith. God bless you. We'll go on to love, life, and victory. I pass the call uh, to the prayer warrior. you're praying we can't hear you hallelujah and go ahead i'm sorry hallelujah and so god we bless you and we lift you up now god we thank you that you are the father and we are absolutely your children god we thank you that your word declares that we're joint heirs with you and that if 
we be in you and you be in us. God, when they see us, they've seen you. We thank you this morning for the word of God that reminds us that we are not uh we are not set aside, nor are we set apart, but we are full of your wisdom, your wit, your understanding, your intellect, simply because we believe on the name of the true and risen Savior. And so this morning, God, we thank you for lessons in a, an open book fashion. God, that we don't have to do any guesswork, that all we have to do is stand on the promises the principles and the precepts of the truth of your word. God, that you've given us every sound instruction, not only to live this life, but to live it intentionally, intently, contently, God, and with full fervor, knowing that you've already paved the way. You've already worked out every kink, every crook, that all we have to do is stand fast on the promises of God. We bless you this morning because you're omnipotent. We honor you this morning because you're all seeing, you're all knowing. God, you cannot fail, nor can you lie. We thank you this morning that even the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. God, that you are preparing us to walk out living kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. God, we lift ourselves up to you. We elevate ourselves before the throne of grace. We come boldly before the throne, knowing that the Father will not refuse his children of any good gift. God, we're not just talking about finances. We're not just talking about liquidity. God, we're talking about uh, an abundance of love, an abundance of joy. God, steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the love, Lord. We're, uh, we're professing and claiming, declaring and decreeing that we have more than enough. God, more than enough in our heart to forgive, more than enough in our intellect, God, to overcome critical and intellectualism. God, but that we can rest and trust that your wisdom be resting on us. God, that if you live on the inside of us, we can take our hands off the steering wheel. We don't even have to drive at this point. God, we can exist in and through you. We can trust that because you live on the inside of us, our decisions are sound. We declare it right now in the name of Jesus. God, our choices are solid and full of character and integrity. God, our children are blessed, not because of what we give them, <clears throat> not even because of what we teach them. God, but because of how we are able, because you live on the inside of us, to walk this thing out with patience. God, we thank you that the trying of our patience worketh, uh, the trying of our faith worketh patience. God, and that even every situation, every circumstance, every hard test, every hard trial, God, it's working to build character and integrity in us. God, that we would resemble the Father. We thank you for the fire of God that's burning out every impurity that's burning out every infraction. God, this morning we repent of all sin, known and unknown, Lord God. We come against every spirit of unforgiveness, every spirit of woe and frustration, every spirit of worry, Lord God. We confess it as sin and we apply the blood of Jesus over the sin and the consequence, not just for us, but our entire bloodline, God. And we ask that you would blot it out of the books of hell in the name of Jesus. We thank you that it is written in the books of us. Lord God, that we have full access. 
we have full authority. God, that we're walking in grace and favor. God, that we have dominion in the earth. I got so caught I'm on God, I declare and I decree this morning that the heavens are open unto us. God, that you're redeeming the time for somebody that lost it. Hallelujah. God, that you're making a way out of no way. We thank you for the hedge of protection, Lord, that surrounds us. We thank you for the host of angels that are camped around us, God. And we dispatch and loose every angel, God, that it would move uh, on our behalf, Lord God, that it would begin to intercede. We thank you that while we were praying, you were yet answering. And we thank you this morning for Michael and Gabriel warring on our behalf. God, that what is said and loose in heaven, hallelujah, shall be loose in the earth. I we thank you this morning that every need be met above and beyond our expectation. I thank you, Lord God, that we're being transformed by the renewing of our mind. I thank you, oh God, that our speech is changing, uh, that we're speaking the language of the kingdom, that we're no longer operating in proper mentality. Our God, but we know that we are choice children. We know that we're children of the most high God. God, we stretch out on you this morning. Our glory to God. God, we stretch out on you on behalf of the sons of a stranger. God, for those that are lost and wayward, God, we declare and we decree that even they are the righteousness of God. God, we pull and harness in our will uh, and we relinquish it to you. Holy Spirit, lead and guide us. Uh, be our strength. Uh, be our intellect. God, we pray for pastors and leaders and teachers. God, that we return to our first love in the name of Jesus. Uh, and right now, oh God, we pray for the nations. We pray for those that are lost, God. We pray for those that are condemned. We pray for those that are brokenhearted. I pray for those that are homeless, God. I pray for those that are struggling and suffering with mental illness and addiction. Our God, we break it by fire and we send the power of the Holy Spirit, oh God, the delivery power, uh, the strong tower power. Our God, glory to your name. Uh, we declare and we decree, God, that you're bringing in the fold. God, that you're even sending uh, the laborers, Lord God, into the vineyards, God. Hallelujah, that we would work while it's day. I thank you, Lord God, for not allowing the sun to go down on our sloth, Lord God. I pray that somebody be energized, somebody that was feeling low. I come against depression and anxiety this morning. I downtroddenness, Lord God. I pray right now for a heavy heart. God, that somebody's spirit be lifted, that their mind be changed about who they are, that if the Father is in you and you in him, there is nothing impossible for you. All you got to do is change your mind, uh, and then your life will begin to line up with the truth of God's word as we take our phones off you. God, we celebrate you, because uh, we're winning. Uh, God, I don't care what it looks like. 
Thank you, Lord, for another blessed day, Lord. I just see it, Lord, in good health and in my right mind, God. I just thank you, Father, for what you do. Thank you, God. God, we pray for the young lady, Nate, who made it home, Lord. And if not, Lord, that you cover her, Lord, and you cover the people that have took her, Lord. I'm 
Thank you for doing the work that you promised that you would do. Yes, God, you've been there from the beginning, oh God. And we praise you today. Oh God, how good you are and how perfect you are, Wonderful, mighty God, and Prince of Peace, Master and Savior. Hallelujah. Our soon coming King. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for God, I pray a wonderful blessing coming from the north, south, and the north, 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 and the how great is our God today. You are worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. Hallelujah. 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 Making the Yabosha, Tarayaba, Sindhiabosha, Tananamasaya. Oh God, we thank you. Mashikin that a Yabosha, Yikin the Yabosha, Mashata, Yakin the Dobosha, Yerfi, Makandariabosha, Tikinanamashaya, Mashikanana. Thank you, God, for being El Elyon, more than enough. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. We praise you. Hallelujah. We praise you. Oh, faithful and just God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. We honor you, Lord God. Hallelujah. We trust you, Lord God. We press in no matter what. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. And so, God, we bless your high name. We lift you up above every set of circumstances, above every situation, and we say that you are our God, that you are our uh, great Redeemer, our strong Redeemer, and we bless your name. God, and we ask that our prayers be received, Lord God, and that you would begin to uh, move in and through us in such a way 
that it is evident that we recognize that we are your children. It's in the name of Jesus we ask the Father, amen, and God, we bless you as I pass the call back to Ms. Angela. Amen, amen, God bless you. God, we thank you. We praise you. Thank you so much, Jesus. Um, bless your name. I so many parts in this declaration that I just personally love. <laughs> that personally um, took my just took my everything <laughs> to another place. And um, just the revelation in it all, especially about the mustard seed faith and what God is looking for. Before, um, I just have one last little closing statement. I just want to, um, if I do have to go to work, open it up. Anyone have anything that settled in their spirit or... um, Made them say, hey, you know what? That's, I got revelation here that there's something opened up for me. Anyone have any comments on the declaration? Please feel free to share. Well, I'll just start because I got to get ready for work. Amazing declaration, um, absolutely in line. Um, Thank you for the concept of the open book test, because it's literal, Um, that every single instruction, every answer to every question that we will be tested and tried in is in the book. And the book is not a book. It is the living, um, cut going in, cut going out, alive, truth to power, unadulterated word of God. And so I thank you for your share this. Thank you for your obedience. And I'm excited about the revelation that for real, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you, 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 and you. Right? He said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. And so our responsibility is to lift him up high enough that his train fill the temple Hallelujah, and his glory be present in and on our lives. And so I love you, Ange. Thanks so much. I love you. And your surrender. Um, and thank you for your share this morning. I'm going back on mute. Okay. Have a good day. Amen. And thank you, You're everybody. <laughs> thank you. God bless you, Dion. Good morning. Good morning, Ms. Nikisha. Um, great declaration. Um, just like really full right now and have to just realize that life is going to happen, but how are you going to deal with it? So um, I'm just, I'm grateful and just going to be obedient to God, get back into his word on a more consistent basis. And that's the word mm-hmm. of the day, consistent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, really just start praying uh, over because there was some things that we learned last night and just really just start praying over generational curses, known and unknown, and just really just realizing that the Lord does dwell inside of me and I have to be mindful of 
every decision, thought, and what I do. And when I sense something is wrong, it's like, oh, well, don't just skate over that. Something's wrong. So yeah. I'm just, um, yeah, just just grateful and just love you all to life. Declare yes, victory thank my you. family. <laughs> And we love you too. We love you too. Absolutely. Is there anyone else? Hey, Sister Angela. Hi. Caroline, how are you? Good morning. Hello. Good morning. I didn't hear all of your declaration, but I did hear some of it. And then I know you were quoting something from Mark 22. And also, you were talking about the, whatever scripture it was you were saying about the, I'm at the gym right now, I'm like, okay, I heard that. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, and so it was a, the part of, they were asking, can he do this? Can he? Sound like King James. Can he? Mm-hmm. If he's willing, can he? But yeah, what about mm-hmm. him turning it back? If I will believe? I'm like, oh, Jesus. I believe today. I believe, yeah. believe today. Yes. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Bless you. Oh, Thank you. yes. Praise God. Love you. Love yes. You. Love you too. Yes, 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 indeed. He can, he will, and he's willing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, before we close out, because I want to be just, I actually work from home, but I have to work. <laughs> you better check in. Um, so I got to get going. I did want to say, I, this is something that I do, and I just wanted to share it. It's helped me um, in my mind, and I just want to share this. This is just something that I do. Just want to offer to you all to do it. Um, also, on a daily basis, just start of being able to recognize the questions or thoughts that come up for us that lead to doubt, worry, overwhelm, anxiety. And that would cause us to believe that we should put something off or something is not possible or something is not worth doing or that we're not good enough or that comparison starts to come up. You know, even here on the line, you know, you could be a person that uh, prays or desire to pray on the line or does declaration or desires to do a declaration and you may compare yourself, oh, I'm not as good as that person. I'm not as articulate. I am not, I don't have a certain sound or (laughs) anything like that. These are the negative things that come up that we want to um, get behind and uproot. So um, take a moment daily once we gather your thoughts and listen to the voice in your head and then jot down any objections or questions that you hear that might prevent you from pursuing what you want in whatever area it is of your life. You know, perhaps you do want to, um, if it's, I don't know, do better in school, college, high school, or your business, or even on your job, whatever it is you're trying to take to the next level in ministry. It could be starting a new relationship or um, closing out, you know, one that just was not healthy. You want more knowledge, whatever it may be. You want to be an expert in your industry. You um, 
You want to be a better mom. You want to be a better dad. You want to be a better sibling. You want to be a better grandchild. <laughs> I don't know what it may be. Um, start thinking about what's going on in your mind to create resistance in that area. When you start think that thinking something is going to be hard or it won't produce or it won't happen, when you can't actually picture you doing that thing or seeing yourself in that situation, we got to get past that barrier. So that's something that I do. That's the mind work that I do that keeps me before God, that keeps me separating. Oh, that was the enemy's voice. Oh, that's, that's a negative. That is not a positive. That is not God whatsoever. So I just want to share that before we close out and just remind us to um, take the reins of our mind, renew our mind, cast down what's going on that is not of our father, that is not of the savior. So um, God bless you all. May God go with you, be with you, and surround you with his grace and empower you on today. Be good to somebody today. Be a blessing to someone today. Give someone a good word on today. Tell a stranger that they look nice or you look great. I love that tie. I love those shoes. You never know what those small words would do to someone. Help somebody. Bless someone today. All right. I love you all. See you tomorrow morning. Same time, 6 a.m., same number. Yes, Angela, yes, ma'am. Yes. This is Pretty Patrice. Can I have your number? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, I will send it to you. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Love you all. You're so welcome, Pretty Patrice. Love you all. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderfully blessed day. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have a wonderful day, everyone.